Hi everybody, this is Hannah in editing. Just wanted to pop in really quick and say that I am so sorry. As I'm editing this, I'm realizing that my audio somehow came through my headphones rather than my mic. So my audio is a little crazy throughout this episode, but please don't let that keep you from listening because what Donya has to say is so incredible. So I hope you can look past that. Forgive me. The rest of the episode is really, really good. Hello and happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of the By Word Show. So glad you guys are here and super excited to have my friend Donya Nagero with us here today. She is <laughs> a mom. She is an influencer. She's a content creator. She's the CEO of Yuma Collection. Honestly, there's nothing she can't do. And you oh, guys thanks. are going to love her. I can't wait for you to hear from her. So really quick, hit pause, take a screenshot and share it on social so we know that you're here. And okay, now come back and we're going to dive in. Danya, as we get started, would you just quickly introduce yourself for those who don't know you yet? Hey, I'm so glad to be here. First off, this is going to be great. And my name is Danya. I currently reside in Louisiana with my two little kids and my family, and I am a motherhood and lifestyle content creator, but I also have a diaper bag brand called Yuma, yumacollection.com, and I'm just, you know, trying to make the best out of life <laughs> at this point. Yes, I love that, and I really do love what you talk about a lot. With It's this idea that life doesn't stop when you become yes. a mom. Like, you can be a mom and have a life, and we're going to dive into that, but I, I would just love to hear your experience with motherhood thus far. I mean, your kids mm. are so pretty little, my son is too, but yeah. what has your transition to motherhood been like? Were there any things that you didn't expect or things that surprised you along the way? You know, from the beginning of actually just being pregnant to now, it just gave me like the surreal thought process that um, this is not mine anymore. You know, like my body just doesn't belong to me. Like, you know, when you're pregnant, people are always just touching your belly and, you know, to giving birth. And it's like even just walking down the grocery aisle, like people are talking to your kids, not you, you know. So it's like you're no longer the main character. <laughs> it's the kids. And so that was one huge thing that I had to um, realize. And then um, I went like down this weird time of just feeling really uh, I just down and like not really knowing what I was going to do with my life because literally I'm just a mom. Like it's the kids and they're the main character right now in this chapter of my life. And I'm here to, to provide for them. And that's actually why I came up with the, the model that life does not end once motherhood starts because we tend to feel like we have no lives anymore. We're just, we're just moms. Um, but I mean, it's, it's a beautiful experience. It really is. But we personally go through this weird phase of like identity, like who are we now? Yes, I totally relate to that. It's so crazy because you hear just so many opinions and experiences about motherhood and mm -hmm. then you become a mom and it's like, whoa, some of this I expected. <laughs> and then some of this just really surprised me. And I remember having my son and kind of having that same revelation of, okay, mm. yeah, this is going to be challenging at times you know it requires a lot yeah. of sacrifice a lot of you especially as a mom they depend on you for so much but it is so important to mm. keep yourself a priority so that you can show up for your kids and I love that that's exactly. something that you talk about I wish it was talked about more for moms because I feel like so many moms feel like that's selfish or feel like oh when am I gonna have the time I have multiple kids running mm -hmm. around like how even handle that like what what do you do what has your experience been like as as far as just figuring out how to keep the balance of yes my kids are my main priority right now yeah but I also have to be a priority. 
One thing that I'm really grateful for, and this is one thing that a lot of moms are scared to do, because, you know, we, we want to portray that, hey, mom is is happy, she's chipper, she's great, you know, like we want to keep a smile on her face all the time. But I, I'm, I'm actually honest with my kids. I'm not yelling at them, but I'll let them know, like, hey, mom's tired or, hey, I'm not feeling too well. And it came to the point, my, my daughter's five and my son is three. You've seen them. But it registered in your mind, like, if I'm laying down in, the, in my room, my son, like, pulls the covers over, kisses me on the forehead, and he closes the door to give me space. And it's just like, wow. I back in the day, you know, and I think this is what we grew up with. We always said our moms were fine. They were happy. They were good to go. They're cooking, cleaning, working. Like, my mom was also a nurse as well with everything else. I never saw her, like, break down. We think it's fine. You know, like, she's got it. But expressing that really helped me actually get through the day really well because the kids understand that hey mom might need a little bit of space now so um that's one thing that moms need to kind of move step forward with it's like our kids actually they're they're not as like childish as we think they they can understand and process a lot of emotions that we are going through and and they can honestly help us throughout the day honestly yeah that's so sweet that your son yeah. even at his young age I understand that. And it's so true. Yeah. I that with my son too. And he's two, you know, it's like, I think so many moms feel like, Oh, I've just got to have it all together. Like I'm mm-hmm. the mom. I don't get to feel all these things. Cause I've just got to be there for my kids and make this perfect, happy life for them. Yeah. And I think they read more than we give them credit for. Like you said, like they're more aware than we probably think they are of how we're mm-hmm. feeling. And it comes out in the things we say. And so, you know, like, I don't know, just being able to communicate with them openly, obviously not just yes. loading all of our stuff on them, just being honest about, hey, you know what, like, I'm having a hard day. I was just talking to my son yesterday. And I was like, man, I'm feeling kind of stressed today. And you know, he may mm-hmm. not know what that means. But he was to me and he's sweet to me and understood that. And yes. I just like having that dialogue, because I feel like that even models for them, having a safe space to talk exactly. about how they're feeling as well. That actually, yeah, and that actually had me thinking about even if I wasn't in a space to express myself to my kids, the kids naturally can sense when something's off. Like, you know, they'll say what's wrong or they'll hug you, but normally you would just, you know, hold it in. Like, I'm not like having a, like, a, you know, session with my kids, of course, but I'll just let them know, like, you know, these are like the simple feelings that I'm feeling and I might need a little bit of space. And so, they carry on through that. But naturally, your children are, they want to know what's wrong with you if you're not in the mental space. Like, we, we expect that kind of compassion from our spouse or like friends or something like that. But as a stay at home mom, the, you don't have that around you, especially if your husband's at work, you just have your kids. So, yes, totally. And I think that really mm-hmm. just sets them up for healthy relationships in the future, too, mm-hmm. because there are going to be times when people just need to be able to con- uh, to communicate their feelings and our kids yes. be able to receive that and know how to respond and be there for people as well. So I just love that. And mm-hmm. especially you mentioned stay at home mom. It's amazing all the things that you do with your kids. <laughs> yeah. So what has that been to, to have a business and be working through social media yeah. and all of that with your kids right by you? I think I, um, without intentionally doing it, I was very lucky with just creating content around my lifestyle as is. So it would have been really hard if I had something outside of being a mom, you know, creating content outside of that. But uh, my content is motherhood and lifestyle content. So you'll find 
anything that's relatable to the struggles of being a mom or even just um, in my stories, I'm always making some yummy recipes just for me or just venting in my story. So it's literally surrounding my lifestyle. So it makes it smooth. Um, and even when it comes to creation, like the kids are sometimes involved, but you know, sometimes of course, if they're not in the mood, I'm not going to put them in the content and I'll just make my own. And this kind of taps back into the safe space. And um, I think being a stay-at-home mom for these years, it really helped my daughter as well, like accustomed to that, hey, mom is in the room. Like she has work to do. She knows when I'm working, when I'm not. Um, actually, for this for this meeting, she was like, hey, she was talking to her brother. She was like, mom has a meeting. Don't go in there. And I'm like, okay. Like I didn't even have to tell my son. So they, they've adjusted to that lifestyle, you know, um, cause they know I'm either in the guest room or my office doing something, but even, you know, with the diaper bags, it's, I get to take photos with the kids cause it's a diaper bag brand, you know? So it's all accustomed to my life right now. So it's great. That's really cool. And I love that you have the freedom and I've experienced this too, working and being a mom, just to have the flexibility to bring them along mm-hmm. on the journey. And that's something I'm really happy about too, is and this, this whole idea that your life doesn't stop when motherhood starts. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like having a set, having kids brought this weight to the time that we have for me. And it was yeah. like, whoa, I really want to make the most of my life. And I want to bring my son on the journey to show him how to do that. You know, like that, right. that we can pursue our dreams and do incredible things as a family. Mm-hmm. And it's not one or the other where you either have to choose to just be a mom or right. just work. It's just so special that we have the opportunity to do both and then be able mm-hmm. to do so many things for our through doing that. Um, but okay, so I'm curious, you mentioned some of the challenges that you've mm-hmm. faced being a stay at home mom, a working mom. And even when it comes to this idea of really having your own life, what are some of the challenges that you have faced along the way? I think honestly, the thing I noticed that us as women, we internalize a lot of things. So honestly, we, we it's where the problem let's just say that because outside looking in it's like it's not that bad of you know of a situation but we're like just pouring in all these negative comments on ourselves like I'm a bad mom I didn't do too good today you know I I yelled at my kids I'm terrible it's like the negative comments that comes in because we we want to uphold this certain status of being this great mom but if the day didn't pan as well as we you know thought it would be it's I I don't know. It's just more like an internal battle for me. And I have to just give myself grace, you know, that I'm doing the best that I can. And the kids ate, you know, like they're they're okay. The house is not that crazy. Um, And I think the first year, you know, with, you know, with your first child, it's like, I mean, but you do have a son. It's like, you want everything to be perfect. So I, I used to clean up the house all day, make sure she had like all three meals and everything. I'll be completely exhausted. But now with my son and just giving myself grace, for instance, I would um I would work on one room at a time. We have four bedrooms or, you know, do laundry on Saturdays instead of trying to pile on everything in one day. Like that's just really overwhelming on top of the business and creating content. Like you can't just do it all. Um, but that that's the essence of the problem that we have is we think we can literally do it all. Um, and if you're married, it's like, with men you literally have to ask them like they're not gonna sit there like hey I see laundry on the floor maybe I should help like you have to ask them which is so annoying and so right that's why I'm saying it's all an internal battle because in your mind you're like pissed off at him because he's not helping and the kids are like screaming in background 
you have to speak to let those that, you know, all these, I call them roommates now. Everyone else who's in the house, help mom out, okay? We're in this together. This is a family unit. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And I think when you look at it that way, this is a team effort. Mm -hmm. And again, teaches your kids so much about life and operating as a family. And I think it's so true what you said about really being an internal battle, because there are some days where I feel so overwhelmed and so exhausted and frustrated. And then as soon as I talk to my husband or communicate my needs, like, okay, he was happy to help if I just said something. (laughs) So learning to communicate those needs or even frustrations and stresses, it's just helpful to kind of get it out because then I realized, Mm. okay, it's not as big and crazy as I thought it was. I just needed to take a step back, chill out for a minute (laughs) Mm -hmm. and realize that it's not the end of the world. Every single thing done because I've been there too, especially as a first time mom feeling like, how in the world am I supposed to stay on top of everything, just caring for a child Mm -hmm. and then maintaining a home and doing work and having a life. Like it's, it's just impossible if you try to do it all the right. time, all at once. And so just like you said, giving yourself grace is such a key part of this. And I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to ask you about mom guilt. I get so many yeah. questions about mom guilt. How do you deal with it? Is this something you've experienced? And if so, how have you navigated that? I think I've had mom guilt in times where, um, I, there was just times where I like maybe screamed at my daughter once or, there was this one time when she was like really, really young and she had like, you know, the little playpen or whatever. And I just had her in there like it's nap time, you know? And you know, like you, you, we're, we're learning to just let them, you know, not really cry it out, but like you can be there for a little bit, but you know that they're crying because they want to be with you, but they just need nap time. And then like 30 minutes later, I see her walk, like she got out of the crib and she was walking, but she was like, limping a little bit so I'm assuming she probably was on the edge of the the crib for a while and so I I like broke down and cried because I'm over here thinking like oh she just doesn't want me there and you know I'm gonna let her sleep it out but she might have just been like struggling and that was like the only time I had like crazy mom get on I'm like oh my god I'm like the worst mom ever um but now I feel like the only mom get I have is not wanting any more kids (laughs) because I like I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people where you know they, they just they want a lot of children and I don't. And I actually had someone who told me like their reason. It was like, usually when moms don't want kids, it's more of like a, like a, a self thing, like an individual thing. Like they don't want anything to, you know, impose on their lifestyle. And I'm like, why do you think about it like that? You know? So I'm like, I guess it just seems like I'm selfish that I don't want anymore, but it's like, I just, I don't, I thought I could have four, but I, I just can't, you know, two is good for me, you know, like I'm not selfish, but I feel that guilt and like, maybe, maybe I am because I don't want more. I don't know, but I don't know. It's so weird how that happens because it's like silly stuff. Well, you know, it's easier mm. said than done, but thinking through stuff like that, I've experienced the same thing where it's like, you know, why does that really even matter? Like yeah. I know myself, I know my family. I know this is right for us mm-hmm. right now, so it shouldn't matter, but I feel it just eats me up sometimes. And there are things, I think for me, the biggest mom guilt I feel is working because yes. I do work primarily from home. I leave the house sometimes, but man, it is so hard some days when I know I have mm. to get work done. But my son is right there, like, mommy, yeah. please stay with me. Mommy, will you do this and do this? And it's just so challenging because 
it's so, it's just yeah. hard to be able to separate your attention between, I want to be there for my child and I want to be mm-hmm. present, but I also have these work responsibilities. And so I think for me, it's again, going back to what you said about giving myself yeah. grace and learning either to prioritize my time so that I can give myself set aside space to just focus on work mm-hmm. so that when I'm as much as I can be, you know, utilizing nap time, bedtime, all the things mm-hmm. <laughs> so that hopefully I can be present with him when I'm home. But it's just, I don't know. I just get in my head about it. I'm like, am I a bad mm-hmm. mom? Because I need to get work done. Like, I care about work more than I care about my son. And it's just, that's not the case. It's just learning yeah. to balance the life that I've chosen and the life we have. And mm-hmm. then just, just giving myself lots of grace along the way because the opinions of others, man, especially the mom, they just get in your head. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's, and with social yeah. media, you know, there's a lot of motherhood creators and so they all have they all have their own different lifestyles and how they do things and it's just that pressure of like you know am I doing enough but when you go back to what you were saying about being a work-at-home mom um looks like they're trying to get at the door (laughs) but one thing I like to do sometimes is give them like a little pocket like a good hour to hang out with them and then I'll go back and do my thing and it's crazy because they never bother me after it's like you know, I played with her, you know, I played with my mom, I did all this stuff with my mom, and now she goes back to work and they're fine, which is interesting because you'd expect them to mm-hmm. want to be with you the entire day, but they sometimes they just want to see you in the corner of their eye, like, oh, mom's right there, but they're playing with their toys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what you were saying about them only needing that hour of time with you, that's so true. I was mm-hmm. reading something earlier this year, and it said something like 10 minutes a day of mm. face-to-face contact like quality time with your kids can give them the connection that they need like exactly. not limited to but as, mm-hmm. as 10 minutes a day can really make a difference because I think you're so right they just want to know that you see them yeah. and that you're there and you're present Even if you're doing mm-hmm. other things like washing the dishes or doing the laundry you know I think that they just want to know that you see them and I've right. seen that so much in my son even in He's two. It's just I can tell when he just wants my attention. And so mm-hmm. I've learned that, okay, getting a little crazy. He probably just needs me to shut down my computer for 10 minutes and reconnect with him so he knows that I'm still here. I still see him. Right. I still care about him. You know, he's still priority. And that helps a lot. Take the weight off. Because like you said, then you're able to go back to work and yeah. they know that you're still there. So I was curious, are there any practical tips or things that you would recommend to moms who are really struggling with this whole, I want to be a good mom, but I also want to have my own Mm. life. Like, how did you actually start to take back your own personal life after becoming a mom? Honestly, it started off with like small little steps, like, cause you just need some time to get away. So I first started off with going to the gym whenever my husband was home or, um, and I have a lot of neighbors or, that I'm pretty cool with. So I have them, you know, play with their kids and then go on a grocery like trip solo, you know, cause with the kids it's just too much. I've been that mom that had a kid screaming like <laughs> in the middle of an aisle, like that's just really overwhelming. So it all started off with taking trips by myself outdoors and then coming back home. It's the drives, honestly, the drives where you can just blast music, you know, sit in the car for a little bit. <laughs> Those are like my little therapy sessions for me, honestly. Um, And then slowly it was, you know, creating content on the side, you know, having something other than, you know, cooking, cleaning and being with the kids. Um, And then, of course, like date night. So literally just tapping into these little pockets that 
expresses me as Donya, not the mom, you know, not the wife, but just Donya. <laughs> and so that's what really helped me um, keep me afloat because like I, like you said, you know, we can get lost in all of it. Um, and just taking care of yourself. It's like, you know, when it comes to like fitness and stuff, you think it's something that you have to do, but it's really therapeutic, you know, yeah. and just having a hobby is therapeutic, you know, tapping into all these other things really helped me with, with, um, all the different changes of just navigating through motherhood. That's so good. And I'm glad that you put it that way. Like, I think that makes so much sense. It doesn't have to be this huge mm. shift. It can be little steps and, and even yeah. like you said, finding a hobby that you enjoy, just finding things that you enjoy yes. because in motherhood, it's so easy to just get distracted by all the little things and putting pressures on yourself and all these standards mm-hmm. and things you need to keep up with. And it's so easy to lose sight of the things that just bring you joy or fill your cup. Mm-hmm. And so I love that it can be really so simple. And I'm with you. It's the yeah. drives, like a quiet drive <laughs> or a drive where I can listen to whatever I want to listen to and not songs about trucks or something. Right, it, right. It's amazing. And so yeah, I totally agree with that and echo everything you said. I think even if it's five, ten minutes a day to yourself, taking a bath, reading a book, for me, it's just like escaping yeah. through reading once you get to bed. But it fills my cup so much, and I feel like a better mom taken care of, you right. know? And, and another yeah. thing, too, that a lot of us, we kind of don't think about because we're so stuck in our shell, we're home, we're indoors, but reaching out to other people and other moms and being there for them really helps, too, because it's like one of those things where you lose yourself in service and your burdens kind of get lifted in a way because you're trying to help someone else. I don't know how it works out, but it just does. Like when you're in services of another mom or just anybody it doesn't have to be a mom, like your burdens are like lifted in a way. Um, and you just feel so much better, honestly. And so I had some neighbors where, um, or even just friends I knew who were, who had, kids around the same age would meet up together and it was like, yeah, I really needed this play date, you know, just some, a time to just to talk, you know, to somebody else other than your kids. And so yes. reaching out really helps it, just reach out to someone else. Yes, I totally agree. That has been huge mm-hmm. for me to find a community yeah. because when you're staying at home with kids, it can feel like a little bubble that you're sometimes trapped yeah. in. It's just, yeah, yeah, like you said, talk people doing play dates and even teaching your kids community that way is really impactful mm-hmm. and I think too a lot of moms maybe it's just me I think it's a lot of moms but I yeah. forget to ask for help or to reach out yes. and I think when you become a mom people think that you're busy and they don't think to initiate mm. things they don't think to get together anymore but it is just as important if not more important to have that right. community and continued friendships after becoming a mom. I feel like it's definitely mm-hmm. what keeps me afloat a lot of the time. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned the asking for help because I noticed it's a new, it's like a big thing now and I haven't done it yet, but I want to. But a lot of moms are starting to hire like cleaning help to have them clean the whole house and how that has been like so life changing for them as a mom, like, like stress relieving because they come home and the house is clean. I'm like, I would love to mm-hmm. do that. That's awesome. Like I haven't scheduled it in yet, um, but I'm like, that is a great idea. I just think that, you know, like it goes back to us thinking that we have to do it all we can and they're not as Mm -hmm. expensive as you expect it to be. So I don't know. I might need to book a date (laughs) to do that. Yes, 
Well, I feel the same way. There's some things where I've considered doing, you know, like kind of outsourcing because to me, mm. like it's worth the money to me if it saves me on sanity. <laughs> like it's yes. just so much better to be able to have that help and not feel like mm-hmm. I'm stretching myself so thin. Um, especially as a new mom, I wish I would have reached out yeah. for help more because there's so many people who say that they're available if you need anything. Mm-hmm. But there were days where it's like, I don't know what I need. I just feel overwhelmed. And so having yep. little things like that, which I would have just said, Hey, can you help me with this? I just feel maxed out today. And I don't think I can do another yeah. thing. Be so helpful. Right. I love that. Um, I would love to know, kind of speaking of that same thing, is there any advice you would give to new moms? I would say uh, it's so simple to say, like, give yourself grace, but um, definitely do your best to do things for yourself, you know? And there was a saying that I heard, and it didn't even, I didn't even think about how, like, the magnitude of our role is, but it was saying, as soon as mom wakes up, like, the house is up like the, everything that makes a house a homework is up once mom is up and it's like wow I didn't even notice like this is a huge like role that we are partaking in um but also just try to just love yourself you know because we we, we want to do all these things as a mom but then realizing that our cup is like practically empty you can't really fill in the cups for everyone else in the hole so just do your best to make yourself happy and if you have to book a brunch date with your friends do that you know (laughs) because it really helps like just stepping out to come back in um it is it's so needed the first couple times especially when your child is like you know between maybe like five months and one and a half like you still miss them but Take some time apart just to do things that you love apart from being a mom. That's so good. I echo all of that. I totally agree. There's so much yeah. I wish I would have done all of that. I wish I would have done more of as a new mm-hmm. mom. So I think that's excellent advice. Man. Yeah. Okay. Well, I loved all of this. It's just been really fun for me watching your journey, the way that you mother and the way that you speak about motherhood. It's just so encouraging and empowering oh. to mom. And so... Please let everyone know where they can find you, follow yes. you, and just learn more from you. Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm Donnie Nagara blog. So it's my first and last name. And I just restarted my TikTok. So it's, it's your girl, Donya. But as for the vegan leather diaper bag um, brand, it's at Yuma on all platforms. And I think it's at Yuma Collection on Instagram. So you can find us there. And I'm so excited. You know, actually just um from being on here you get like 10 percent off so that's another cute little little discount but it's great i really enjoyed this conversation yes thank you so much you guys i will link all of her handles and that discount code that's so sweet of you to offer that you guys need to go and check out donya check out her bag collection they really are beautiful and thank Thank you so much this has been such a fun conversation Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the Byword Show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember, I am cheering you on.